education research has a problem. The work of brilliant education researchers often doesn't reach the practice of brilliant teachers. But the questions and challenges from teachers' practice sometimes don't become the work of education researchers. Classroom Caffeine is here to help. In a new episode every other week, I talk with an education researcher or a classroom teacher about what they have learned from their work in education and what questions they still pursue. Hello, Classroom Caffeine listeners. This is your host, Lindsay Persson. We have come to the end of season two of the show. And just as I did at the end of season one, I wanted to provide a quick recap and some thoughts about where the show has been and where it's going and um, fill you in on some of the behind the scenes goings on with Classroom Caffeine. So this show started with a mission of connecting teachers and education researchers. I first started by inviting guests who were seasoned researchers and shifted to thinking about recruiting top researchers in in fields, regardless of a tenure status or um, job title, and also working to bring the voices of teachers to the show. This came out of a a need for getting research into the hands of practitioners. As you all have probably gathered, if if you've heard a few episodes, I'm a former classroom teacher, a former school librarian, and I formerly helped to coordinate um, library programs for a large public school district. And through those experiences, I realized just how challenging it is for teachers to access research. That's partly because, of course, the lives of teachers are so busy and focus and attention is pulled in a million different directions. And of course, that's only been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. And I would even venture to say a lot of the political tensions that are going on in the world of education right now. But that's also due to just the fundamentals of academic publishing, or at least traditional academic publishing. It takes a long time often to get things published. Um, It's costly to to access research publications, and oftentimes the structures are very exclusive, and I would even say exclusionary, in that you know research reports tend to be very long, um, they use highly academic language, um, and even some of the writing structures are uh, certainly less familiar to a general public audience. So I wanted to bring an academic podcast connecting researchers and teachers um, through the voice of researchers themselves. Now, obviously, this is not the only education podcast out there, but I'm, I'm really happy with the community we're creating and with the ideas that we're able to share with the world through this show. Typically, guests are recruited for the show through other guests, through a, what we would call snowball sampling. So once a guest is on the show, I ask them if they have any colleagues who they think would be interested and a good fit for the show. Also, I recruit guests based on a topical need or uh, perhaps diversity of topics or diversity of people, and also through listener requests. So when a listener reaches out and says, hey, could you possibly talk to fill in the blank? So then I will reach out to that person and ask if they might be a part of the show. And also, of course, guests come to the show based on, let's be honest, who responds to my emails. In season one of Classroom Caffeine, we talked a lot about relationships, equity, 
community-based literacies, the value of the arts, classroom talk, student voice, autonomy, emerging bilingual students, incarcerated youth, reading, phonics, composing texts, and of course, the value of teachers and education in our society. And in season two, we talked about things like the history of literacy instruction, and we touched on topics like science of reading. We talked about valuing each student and discovering their strengths, as well as supporting students who experience challenging circumstances, anything from reading difficulties to fleeing their homes to seek safety as a refugee. We talked about children's literature, motivation to read, choice time, student inquiry, classroom environments, community environments, and we also talked a lot about the global environment. One of my goals for season two was to highlight voices of teachers on the show. I found that this was particularly challenging. Um, there's just so much going on pulling at teachers' attention. And it was, was relatively difficult to connect with teachers who were interested and willing to share their thoughts. My goal is to continue that quest in season three to talk with teachers. And in fact, you'll find that our first episode of season three is actually with a teacher. I'm working on a content analysis of classroom caffeine episodes in order to uh, more scientifically understand the ideas that come up again and again in the show. But so far, just anecdotally, uh, some of the most important ideas that I feel have come out of the show is how important it is to listen to kids, how important it is to build relationships with our students, colleagues, and also the community. If you haven't yet gone to the Classroom Caffeine website, each guest has a profile that shares a bit about them, and often there are also resources there as well. You can navigate the website using tags. So if you are looking for an episode about a particular topic, use our tags to navigate. And we would love to have feedback on those tags, how they're working for you, because that is something that we are still developing as we find new connections and new ways to highlight particular topics in these conversations. There's some other things going on behind the scenes at Classroom Caffeine. As I've mentioned before, we are also doing research on podcasting and particularly what I think of as academic podcasting. So podcasts that are produced by folks at academic institutions. The Classroom Caffeine team has in the last year engaged in three different research presentations around this work. Um, most recently, we presented a review of the literature around academic podcasting at the American Educational Research Association conference. We've also shared two presentations at the Literacy Research Association conference in um, just this past December, um, where we talked about the impact of podcast and podcasting as a professional learning tool. We hear that podcasts are important for learning. They fuel a lot of thinking. They bring new ideas to light. But in order for this type of scholarly work to really carry its own weight in academic settings, we need data to hopefully help this kind of research dissemination technique catch on in the world of academics. So in light of that, if you have thoughts, if you have opinions about what a podcast like Classroom Caffeine does for your professional thinking or for your thinking in general, you can go to the Classroom Caffeine website to respond to our research survey. It's just 10 questions. There is an initial page where you agree that you're participating in a um, research study and you're okay with that. And beyond that page, 
you will just see 10 questions. Um, Some of them are multiple choice. Some of them offer you an opportunity to respond in long form. We would love to have your thoughts and feedback through that survey. And again, you can do that anytime at classroomcaffeine.com. You are also welcome anytime to reach out to me by email. And my email address is lindsay at classroomcaffeine.com. We are also working on a couple of grant-funded opportunities. I just learned a grant that I wrote with a wonderful team at my institution was recently funded. Uh, And we we are working across colleges and across fields in order to really try to understand the impact of academic podcasting. So I've partnered with colleagues in nursing, in libraries, and in communications who host or produce podcasts. Um, They're called Frontline Nursing, Trailblazing Nursing, Calling Earth, Inside USF, and Faculty on Tap. And colleagues who work behind the scenes and also in front of the scenes on those shows, we've all partnered together to do some work to understand uh, how we can measure attention and impact to academic podcasts. The team will also be pursuing a larger grant opportunity to coordinate that work. And I, since really the beginning of the show, have been dreaming about and potentially an endowment to sustain the podcast production and research around it, and still seeking donors to make something like that come to fruition. So coming up next in season three we will be talking with graduates of the teacher preparation program that I teach in, in order to understand the real problems of practice and the questions of today's teachers. Through conversations, we are going to listen to podcast episodes, we are going to ask questions about what we wonder around teaching practice. I will recruit guests based on those questions. We're going to talk together in a group setting to understand how podcasting can influence our professional thinking. So um, stay tuned. At the end of season three, I will certainly provide an update on that project as well. If you have, um, if you're interested in participating in something like that, I call them pod clubs. It's like a book club, but with podcasts rather than books. If you are interested in participating in something like that, I would love to hear from you. We've learned to do so many things in virtual environments that I think we could make that work despite geographical differences. So if you would be interested in a virtual pod club, or if you are interested in some other way to interact with the show, we've talked about a blog where listeners can post, you know, some sort of mechanism to continue a communication cycle. If you're interested in something like that, if you have an idea about something like that, I would absolutely love to hear from you. And again, you can always contact me through the Classroom Caffeine website. At the end of each episode, you hear me say, subscribing, reviewing, sharing, mentioning the show online, and talking with colleagues helps us to grow. If Classroom Caffeine brings value to your professional life or to your personal life, please consider reviewing the show through your podcast subscription service. Please consider subscribing to the show if you don't already. Please consider sharing the show on social media or mentioning it online. And of course, always talking about what you learn with colleagues. All of those things help us to grow. Speaking of growth, this show would not exist without the brilliance and support of 
two very special people to me. They've both worked as research support and also production support for the show. Chaba Oshvath and Stephanie Branson have been invaluable to getting the show off the ground and keeping it running. And I just, I don't know if they get quite enough thanks for what they've done to help make this project come to life and to remain viable. So my thanks goes out to you, Chaba and Stephanie, for all you have done to get Classroom Caffeine up and running and to keep it going. I also want to thank all of the guests on the show, because of course, in an interview format, you don't have a show without guests. Uh, You all would be hearing me do one of these kinds of monologues um, every other week, which is not what this is all about. So a sincere thanks to guests who have participated in the show. I also want to thank research collaborators, uh, my fellow academic podcasters for bringing this type of research dissemination method to light. And I also want to thank my institution, the University of South Florida, for providing partial funding for the research around this project. Of course, my sincere thanks goes out to teachers who are in classrooms supporting kids, helping them understand that they are not alone and that they all have assets, gifts, and talents. So teachers, as always, I toast to you and the work you do. I hope the show is valuable to you in some way. For the good of all students, good research should inform good practice and vice versa. Listeners are invited to respond to an episode, learn more about our guests, search past episodes, or request a topic or conversation with a specific person through our website at classroomcaffeine.com. If you've learned something today or just enjoyed listening, please be encouraged to talk about what you heard with your colleagues and subscribe and review this podcast through your podcast provider. As always, I raise my mug to you, teachers. Thanks for joining me.